0: Coming up, we discover the impact direct-to-home services are having on ordinary people's lives in Central America. And we'll hear how a local grandma ended up hugging the CEO of a direct-to-home service provider because he gave her CNN for the first time in six months. Welcome to Satellite Stories. I'm your host, Christina Smith-Meyer. When I say the word Caribbean, chances are you're thinking of beautiful white sand beaches and piña coladas. Something many of us have been dreaming about escaping to throughout this global crisis. But probably not at the forefront of your mind are hurricanes. More specifically, Hurricane Irma.
1: Hurricane Irma
0: ripping through the Caribbean, bringing death and destruction with and life or death. Homeless. That's how Sherry Cruz and Chris Mizaros describe that situation on St. Martin as Hurricane Irma pounded the island with. Record-breaking winds and rain. Irma roared into the Caribbean at daylight. She was relentless. Category five. This is what 185 mile per hour winds sound like. Saint Martin, typically a tropical paradise, now cars
2: underwater and buildings. This slinter. thing continues to break records. The longest hurricane since 1980 to have winds of over 180
0: miles. On the sixth of September, 2017. Thousands of homes, businesses, and buildings were destroyed. Hundreds of people were displaced.
1: The experience during the storm was, was traumatizing. A lot of people were shaking, people were screaming. I mean, it was terrible.
0: It was a storm which cost the island more than $1.5 billion in damages.
3: A twisted aluminum, iron, metal, things that you know you wouldn't expect
0: many residents were still struggling to be reconnected to power and water.
3: It was very traumatic, especially for my children. You know, they keep asking me, Daddy, when is this thing going to be finished? I said, I don't know. Just hang on to that window before it pulls the rest stuff out.
0: Even more people remained cut off from the external world, unable to even receive news and weather updates in case further hurricanes were en route. And for Andrew Wong, this was simply unacceptable. And that's why he reached out to SCS at a trade show to provide a satellite TV platform to customers in the Caribbean that could weather these tropical storms at an affordable price and in HD quality.
4: The people didn't get what they pay for. So that's why my goal is I want to give the Caribbean customer first level pay TV services. They should have that.
0: So over the course of this episode, we'll look at cable versus DTH services, the type of business models offered to satellite providers, and the impact DTH is having on everyday businesses and residencies. First, we should probably let you know what we mean by DTH DTH stands for direct-to-home. There are three popular models satellite TV providers choose from, pay TV, free-to-air, and free-to-view. How the viewer connects to them is up to the provider, but usually it's through a set-top box and a satellite dish antenna. And that's how we know, for developing countries and emerging markets, the benefits of DTH are huge. You see, setting up cabling for terrestrial services can be costly and timely, especially in remote locations or across islands. That's why high-power KU-band transmission signals are a popular choice in these territories, because ultimately it means your DTH services are at less risk of disruption, and they're depending on infrastructure that sits safely above the clouds. And what about the ordinary viewer? Well, if a customer's antenna gets moved out of position because of a storm, an installer can be out quickly to repoint the antenna and get the services up and running in hours instead of days and months, saving them from the frustration of paying for TV they can't watch. But in terms of business, it's not as simple as the providers just buying the satellite capacity. One of the things we pride ourselves on at SES is that we offer our customers end-to-end support. That means sifting through relevant market analysis to consider which model will work best for their vision and supporting them to choose the right infrastructure and licensing. Also, our understanding is that the customer expectations have changed in recent years. People don't want to pay for hundreds of channels they'll never watch. Instead, they want skinny bundles of relevant and useful channels at better quality. And what's more, It's all well and good to have a beautiful satellite, great content on offer, and to say you're broadcasting in HD quality. But if the quality of the satellite dish installment isn't good enough, then the customer won't be getting the value for money they're expecting. So just like we referred to during our previous episode showcasing Ethiosat, SES provides a training program called Elevate. We share our learnings with local people to bring employment to the region and ensure our clients, the providers, have a team ready to assist customers right from the moment they sign up. That's a short and sweet summary of what DTH does and what it's capable of. You can visit our website, ses.com, to find more of the nitty-gritty. But for now, let's head back in time to a warmer climate. And let me tell you about my visit to meet the people of St. Martin. Let's see what impact a DTH service has in the real world. 300 kilometres east of Puerto Rico lies a place nicknamed Friendly Island. It's once thought Christopher Columbus visited here in the 15th century. Now with a population of 80,000, St. Martin is split in two. It's French in the north and Dutch in the south where its capital, Philipsburg, is found. But enough of the geography and history lessons. We're here to talk about satellites, after all. Let's hear from islanders what their TV service was like back in 2017.
4: In the past, we had cable service, and it was always a a work in progress. There there were always issues.
3: Before Irmao, we had um, Canal Plus, which is a French channel. And the only channel I think we had um,
0: English, I think it was CNN.
2: The the hotel that I was staying, there was uh, literally only one channel on the television.
0: And so you could see why Andrew Wong set out to create a better service for TV viewers in St. Martin. But getting a service like this up and running requires a lot of planning. For coverage, it's one of the trickiest territories to work in. As SES sales director in Latin America and the Caribbean, Ricardo Flores explains.
2: The Caribbean is a very specific uh, territory and very particular in terms of connectivity. They have a, a lot of natural disasters so satellite is a very good option for them. There are many islands with different languages so before Kiwisat there were no, there were limited options uh, with limited uh, quality. There were only SD qualities uh, quality and there were only maybe a couple of channels HD. So Kiwisat brings this idea that it can bring the content for the whole Caribbean with different languages and good quality.
0: Fortunately for Andrew and his business idea, only months before, SES had launched a new satellite called SES 10 which it turned out would be mighty handy for him and his KiwiSat project.
2: Latin America is a very important market for any business. So particularly for TV broadcast uh, business is very important. People uh, all over the world want good quality, want HD, and we're moving, uh, SES is moving to Ultra HD. So we have designed some satellites for the, this specific region. SES-10 was designed for Latin America and was launched on March 2017 from Cape Canaveral uh, using uh, the first reusable rocket for SpaceX.
0: From that initial conversation with Andrew in the wake of Hurricane Irma's destruction, It took only a few months to bring the idea of KiwiSat to reality. By spring 2018, Andrew and his team launched their new direct-to-home satellite television service across the Caribbean in partnership with SES. The impact of KiwiSat began to ripple across the island.
1: I am from St. Martin, and I love, my God, this beautiful island. And I want to say that Kiwi sat, I love them. Um, They are so um, clean and quality. You know, and they're trying to bring back something to us that we can have, you know, enjoyment. Because in the islands you don't have much of, you know, this, this kind of network going on. And I want to congratulate, you know, them for such a good network. And satellite, my God, this thing is like, razor clean. You know, I love it. I love it. I go by my dad, we sit down. We enjoy, like, for instance, the Olympics, and the World Cup, for instance. You know, we enjoy it. Yes, my dad is, um, you know, I mean, you know, he, he freaked out. He loved he loved these Western movies, you know, like those black and white movies. He would watch, like, um, he loved a lot of um, preaching as well. So, you know, those preachers, you know. So, he watched a lot of things, you know, on, on, on television. That, my favorite movies actually is comedies you know maybe you know, maybe that's why I'm so much fun you know <laughs> but I want to say that again. my dad is unique unique in his own way he enjoy um, all the networks and he's in his 70s you know when when people get in that kind of age you know they need to get something good to watch you know not to be bored so I think it make it makes a difference in his life you know it's really really touching. I
3: watch TV and I watch um, with the news and different, different things I watch. It's good also because you can see, with Kiwisat we can see different country, we can see America, we can see. Yeah, different thing things. It's a lot of things, a barrier of certain things before, but now it's, but Kiwisat, it's can very see. good. But we definitely um, sit together on the Sundays, we do our cookout. After church, we are gathered here by my mom and we come as sisters and brothers and we have fun. This is going on for years now and we are still doing it and it's a joy. And I believe it's brings life to my mom. It brings joy to her that she have all the kids around her on a Sunday and it's keep her going. She has choice. choice. So she have choice.
0: she's happy. These days, KiwiSat offers three different bundle packages to subscribers, there's content in French and English, as well as 80 of its 130 channels in Ultra HD. And that's why it's not just the people at home who are satisfied customers. Having a more reliable television service is key to many tourist-based businesses on the island too.
5: My name is Cameron Wathi. I'm the manager of two Mangoes aka Blue Beach Bar. We're one of the biggest restaurants in the capital of St. Martin, Phillipsburg. Um, we have a lot of tourists coming in and out of our restaurant. We can set about 200 people in our restaurant on any given day. We got KiwiSat set up right before the World Cup. So we had this whole space set up exactly for that and they were extremely helpful for setting that up. And Having this atmosphere for the World Cup was incredible. You know, the finals in here was loud and vivacious, and it was absolutely incredible atmosphere. They they, they have some excellent high-definition channels that we didn't have before. You know, we can watch HBO, we can watch all of those, those, those channels now in high-definition that we didn't necessarily have before. People always want to watch the news uh, what's going on in the world, what's going on in the States, because we have a lot of American tourists who come through here. And you know, it's great to be able to watch TV, catch up and, and back home, but also know that you're in the Caribbean and the sea is right behind you.
4: Well, my name is Marc Petroluzzi. We are at Le Petit Hotel in Grand Cause on the island of St. Martin on the French side. One of the things that's attractive to, uh, especially the American clientele that we have with St. Martin, is that it's, it's proximity to the States, it's convenient to get here from the States. And so when they're here, uh, even though they're in a, in a different country, they feel like they're still connected to, to home. And, uh, and so having uh, you know, something like cable TV, which is similar to the TV they're used to in the States, is, is a big plus, definitely. It was gonna be a real issue for me to open up the hotel without, without television service in the hotel. I mean, I was really struggling to find a solution. And they, it, it came, it fell on my lap, and I was incredibly grateful. There was a, a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Service was impeccable from the minute they set it up, and it hasn't changed. And I mean, you know, it's a new company, but I don't expect that's gonna change. It seems like they, they, they nailed it right from the get-go. I'm grateful for that satellite up there for sure, no question about it.
0: But there's a little more to the story than I've been telling you. See, having the service on offer is one thing. Guaranteeing the satellite capacity is another. But finding the right people to install the satellite dishes at customers' homes is just as important. After all, without the right setup, your service is nothing but an empty promise. That's why we supported Andrew and KiwiSat from start to finish. And offered our Elevate training to his subcontractors, ordinary people doing ordinary jobs on the ground. Installers like Derek Hodge. While I was visiting the island, I went to meet him hard at work.
3: Years ago, I installed satellites this, but without the proper tools, so it was difficult for me to find a satellite. But with QSAT training, they show you the direction to beam your satellite and what elevation is your, your, your satellite have to be in you know, order to pick up the signal. And that was pretty new for me. You have, you have the other washers? No, this one. Uh, I need two washers, washers for this thing. and the Elevate program. Yeah, it makes a difference in my life because um, now, sometime when I go out to install, I enjoy what I did. Installing sometimes, we work all day. We just, you know, we just go straight through sometimes. I'm at people's house 8 o'clock in the night because I'm happy to provide with a service that KiwiSat and Elevator program does for the, the, the island. Then you can install the dish. And from there on, once you put the bracket up, you have your 90 degree angle, then you're 60, 70, almost 70 degree elevated. You're right there on the satellite. You, you, know, you connect it to the wall and you go in and get to, to, to the setup box and you got all the channels that they provide for you. People are excited about KiwiSat. They're very excited. You know, I'm, I feel happy for them because now I'm working with KiwiSat, I can help them. It makes a difference in people's lives, yes.
0: It was a privilege and a delight to meet these people and hear the impact SES and KiwiSat's partnership was having on their lives. A real treat to sit in their homes, visit their businesses and hear these stories in person. But there's just one more story I want to tell you about the people of St. Martin. On a gorgeous September afternoon, on one of our final filming sessions, almost a year on since Hurricane Irma, My crew and I were driving down an old, beaten-up road towards Jeremy's house. The surroundings reflected a mix of Mother Earth's beauty, but also her unforgiving wrath. Endless rows of deep, green guava berry trees mesmerized me, cloudless blue skies, and a carpet of lantana flowers that proudly showed off the combination of bright orange and yellow. But then we turned a corner, there were piles of destruction. Outlines of what used to be homes barely standing, shattered glass, cars which had been flipped over, and even cargo containers that had been whipped up as if they were lighter than air and slammed into the sides of the hills that surrounded us. Just the sight of this catastrophe was enough to make the hair on the back of my neck stand up. We swiveled around the narrow corner at the end of the dirt road, turned off the engine and left the air-conditioned van. We were welcomed by Jeremy and his family of about 12. Jeremy was born and raised on the island of St. Martin and worked as the head of technical support at KiwiSat. He had kindly invited us over to his family home, not just to speak to his family about satellite television, how that was appreciated by his cousins, siblings, grandmother, niece and nephews, but also to treat the crew to a traditional Caribbean Sunday cookout, including roasted yams, plantain, and what I believe was goat. After we had all become acquainted over the glorious meal prepared by Jeremy's grandmother, the crew and I found ourselves listening to the horrifying stories of what each and every family member had experienced during 2017's Hurricane Irma. One of the cousins recalled how she had crawled under her bed for protection, right after the roof of her house had been ripped off by ferocious winds.
1: Disaster hurricane. Hit the front side.
0: Her bed only offered protection for a matter of seconds before parts of the beams, which had once held up her roof, fell onto the bed and started to crush the air out of her lungs. She teared up as she explained how she thought, in that moment, That it was the end of her life here on Earth. Luckily for her, her neighbour came to rescue, and before she knew it, she was being pulled out from underneath her bed. Together, they had literally crawled on their hands and knees towards shelter, digging their nails into anything they could grab onto and fighting with all their strength against the strong wind and lashing rain. After a hurricane like Irma, the islands of the Caribbean had been beaten and damaged to the extent that people literally lost everything. They had nothing. Their homes, their belongings, and even at times their family members vanished from one day to the next. There was no electricity, no internet, no ability to access the outside world. Everything was wiped out. What warmed my heart was when Jeremy's family started to talk about how much they had benefited from Jeremy's work helping set up KiwiSat after Hurricane Irma. They revelled in recalling how just by popping up a satellite dish antenna on the newly repaired grandmother's roof, they were all able to gain access to vital news programmes, important weather updates and even just entertainment for the children. For a moment, it allowed them to forget about how much they had lost. They were simply grateful that once again, they could sit in their homes with family surrounding them and just have smiles on their faces again. KiwiSat is now broadcasting an array of high quality content in multiple languages at a very affordable price. We at SES are proud of the partnership we've formed in supporting the company right from the start. This video offering isn't just about delivering entertainment to the people of the Caribbean, but it is about making a real difference to people's lives and contributing to helping local businesses be more successful. Having access to this content may be seen as something so basic that anyone back home would take for granted. But in a place like the Caribbean, And after a storm like Hurricane Irma, for people like Jeremy's grandmother, it simply makes the new day seem more normal. Thank you for listening to Satellite Stories. Do make sure you subscribe or follow our podcast to be notified the moment the next episode goes live. And for more about what we do, visit ses.com.